Welcome to Heirloom Radio, a different kind of oldies program that celebrates the tremendous talent of the thousands of people who provided news and entertainment to listeners through the only form of immediate mass media available in their homes during the American Golden Age of Radio, roughly from 1930 through the 1940s. This podcast originates from the seacoast of New Hampshire, and I am your host, John Lovering, thanking you for listening. Now let's turn back the clock and introduce the rebroadcast of this track's featured program. Ladies and gentlemen, easy agent. Anison presents Easy Aces, radio's distinctive last novelty. you hear more and more about a remarkable way to relieve the pains of headache, neuralgia, and neuritis. The name is Anacin, spelled A-N-A-C-I-N. Thousands upon thousands of men and women discovered this way when given an envelope containing Anacin tablets by their own physician or dentist. Perhaps you yourself at some time have learned about Anacin tablets in this manner. If so, you know how amazingly quick it acts. Now, the reason is that Anison is compounded like a prescription. That is, made up of a combination of medically proven and highly regarded active ingredients. And you know a doctor's prescription is like that. Usually contains not one ingredient, but several. It's this combination of ingredients that makes Anison so quick-acting. When you have a pain from a headache, neuralgia, or neuritis, you want relief, and you want it fast. So for your own sake, don't you agree that Anison is worth a try? especially when it's sold on a money-back guarantee. For if the first few tablets don't give complete satisfaction, you may return the unused portion and your money will be refunded. Ask for Anison tonight at any drugstore. It comes in tins of 12 and 30 and bottles of 50 and 100 tablets. Well, Jane and her niece Betty, living apart from their husband, needed money. So Jane tried that auction sale idea again where once she sold her furniture for $400, then bought it back for $250, making $150 profit. But Mr. Ray stepped in this time, and it didn't work, as we can plainly see as we find Jane and Betty later that same afternoon pacing to and fro in the bungalow, stripped bare of furniture. Listen. was a great scheme you thought of, Aunt Jane. Well, it worked the first time. Sure, all we have to do is sell the furniture for $400 and go to the auction sale and buy it back for $250. And we'll have $150 profit. Oh, I knew it was no good. Didn't it work the first time? I don't know. I only have your word for it. Well, it did. Did I know your uncle was going to be there making me bid more and more? It was a good thing I called him back there. He and Carl bidding away till they got up to three ninety nine, and then they thought we'd say four hundred. I sure let them have it. I stopped bidding when it got to three ninety nine. So for being so smart and spoiling my plan, let him pay for the furniture. 
This time I made $400 profit. I don't see where you made any profit. You have no furniture. He's got to sand it here. Where else would he sand it? Oh, it's half past five and it hasn't come yet. If you ask me, he won't send it. I didn't ask you. Well, whether you ask me or not, he won't send it. They're trying their best to make us come crawling back to them on our hands and knees. Well, I for one won't. I for two won't. Isn't it lonesome here? I sure miss the furniture. And it's so hollow, isn't it? Hello there. I can almost hear my echo. Oh, stop listening to your echo, you and your scheme. Oh, now listen, Betty. Did I think it wouldn't work? It worked the first time. Well, what do we do now, mastermind? Well, well the first thing I'm going to do is to find out where the... What do you mean, mastermind? Are you trying to be sarcastic? No, I'm not trying to be. Or I should hope. Well, the first thing I'm going to... What do you mean you're not trying to be? You mean you are without trying? Oh, stop quibbling. I didn't quib. You said mastermind and I said... Okay, Aunt Jane, then you're not a mastermind. I I don't want to argue about it. We've got enough trouble. What are we going to do? At least I had a home here for a while, but now look at it. Sure is lonesome, isn't it? Hello there. Listen to that echo. I don't want to listen to echoes. I've been listening to echoes ever since I left call. I'm tired of being tossed around. Now, Betty, is that a way to act? Don't you think I miss your Uncle Ace? Sure I do, just as much as you miss Carl. But are we going to go crawling back to him on our hands and knees? I don't know, Aunt Jane. What? With stockings what they are today? I should say not. They'll come back to us. You'll see. But what are we going to do till they come back? We can't live here without the furniture. It's awful around here now. Hello there. Hello there. How are you? Just fine. How... Oh, Marge, I didn't hear you come in. Well, who are you shrieking hello at? At the echo, Marge. Look. Look at what? At nothing. Don't you miss something around here? Miss something? No, I don't think I do. Uh, let me see. Uh, there's you and there's Betty. Yeah, but something else. Uh, sit down, Marge. Have a chair. Or sit on the couch. Now, do you miss something? Oh, sure. Now I do. Well, finally. There's no chair and there's no couch. There's no anything. Thanks to that marvelous scheme she thought of. Now we haven't even any furniture. Yes, so I understand. Do you mean to say they told you they were going to be at the auction sale bidding against us? No, they didn't tell me a thing until after they'd done it. Well, where's the furniture? Well, that's where the trouble starts, Jane. They paid the three ninety nine for it and left it there till further instructions. Oh, and Jane. Left it at the auction? That's what they did. But they can't do that. Oh, and it's Jane. It's our furniture. It was till they bought it. Oh, and Jane. Well, I'm going to get that furniture. Will you stop? Sitting around here saying, oh, Aunt Jane, if you sit here with that hangnail expression, I can't think of anything. Well, what are we going to do? Well, the first thing you have to do is stop sniffling. It's getting jerks from sitting here listening to you. Now, keep your face up. Keep a stiff uppercut. I'll think of something. He can't get away with this. I can just see him sitting there at your apartment with Carl, grinning like a molded cat. Well, the last going to be on the other foot before I get through with him. And Carl, too. You just wait and see. Oh, that was a great scheme you thought of, Uncle Ace. I've got to hand it to you. That was real genius. Uh, we'd bid them up to three ninety nine, then they'd have to say four hundred, and we'd let them have the furniture, and they'd be out of money again. Then they'd come begging us to come back to them. Yeah, that was a dandy. That was just one more dollar. If they'd have bid just one more dollar, we'd have had them. If now you think of the if. Before there were no ifs. Well, it was foolproof, oh. and I fell for it. Oh, I should have known it wouldn't have worked out. There's only one consolation I get out of it. It cost you $399. Cost me? You don't think I'm not going to get that money back from Jane, do you? She sold it for $400. She still got the money. I wouldn't be too sure of that either. Well, what do you mean? He's probably spending that money. 
spending it. Sure, they have to live on something. But that's the money I spent getting the furniture back. Oh, no, that's the money Aunt Jane got when she sold the furniture, and it's hers to spend. Oh, stop saying that. She's not going to... Not going to... Uh... Carl, I'm going right over there. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, you're the one that's going begging to be taken back. Yeah, I thought this scheme would make them come to us. I'm not begging for anything. I want that $400, and I'm going to get it. I better hurry over. Oh, why didn't I take my car when I left home? Use mine. It's downstairs. Oh, thanks, Carl. Where's my coat? Oh, here it is. I think I'll go along. Oh, no. Now, you stay right here. But I can tell if Betty is tired of this separation. I'm not going I... over there to make up. This is business. And I'm going to tend to it in my own way. Where's the key to your car? Here it is. He spends a cent of that money. I'm yes, going... you'll think of another scheme. I know all about it, Uncle Ray. Are you sure he told them to keep the furniture till he tells them we can have it back, Marge? Sure, I'm sure. He showed me the receipt he got for it. Nobody can get it without that receipt, if that's what you're thinking of doing, James. Well, I'll get the receipt. Oh, sure you will. Just ask him for it, I suppose. I certainly will. I'll call him up this minute. Mm. Or better than that, I'll go right over there. Oh, so you're giving in. You're going to crawl on your hands and knees. I'm not crawling. I'm going over there and giving my peace of mind. If he thinks he can get away with... Uh, where's my coat? It won't do any good, Jane. You'll just have to admit they've got you where they want you, and that's that. Oh, no, they haven't. Oh, listen, why don't you four stop this wrangling and make up? I wouldn't even think about it till they give us our furniture back. If they do that, then they promise to behave, then I might think about it, won't we, Betty? Oh, and Jane, I don't know what to do. Oh, stop that sniffling. Why did you leave them in the first place if that's the way you feel about them? I wish I knew. I'm going to use our car. Laura says there's some gasoline in the emergency tank, wherever that is. I'll find it. Oh, Betty, will you drive it out of the garage for me? I can't back up very good. All right, Aunt Jane. Oh, well, somebody will have to back Betty's car out of the driveway. Oh, that's right. How am I going to drive out if your car's in the way? Oh, well, we'll back mine down out of the driveway. But there's no gas in it. You don't need gas to back it out of the driveway. Well, come on. I've got to go right away and get this off my chin. I'll show them. Well, what happens with me? Are you waiting here, Marge? We'll be back with the receipt for the furniture. Yes, I'll sleep on the receipt, I suppose. Uh, Betty, I'll back your roadster down. You back our car out of the garage. Do you know about the emergency tank? Yes, I know where it is. Do you know how to back my car down? Oh, sure. You just go on and back our car out of the garage. Just release the brake and back it slowly down. I know how. Now, let me see. Be careful of the fenders when you come out of the garage, Betty. I'll be careful. What's the matter with this car? Aunt Jane, there's no gas in that car. Just let it roll down to the street. Oh, yes, down to the street. All right, let it roll down to the street. Well, what am I doing in here, then? I could just let it roll out down without being... Oh, I guess I'd better steer it. Jane! Uh, what is it, Marge? Be careful backing down that driveway. I'm careful. What's the matter with everybody? Betty, did you find the emergency tank? Yes, don't worry about me. I'm all set. Hurry and back my car out. I will. It won't move. James. Oh, what is it? Take off the brake and let it roll slowly down. Oh, the brake. Oh, yes. I see it now. Yes, that's it, Jane. Now, very slowly down. I'm going slow. Oh, wait, Betty. Don't come out yet. Well, hurry, Aunt Jane. Oh, one tells me slow and one tells me to hurry. Did you bend the fender getting it out? No, it's all right. And there's enough gas to get you over there and back. Back my car out of the driveway so I can get out. Going slowly. Is anybody in back of me? No, nobody. Back it up. Jane, be careful. Somebody's driving up the driveway. What'd you say, Mom? Be careful. Hey there. Watch out. Oh. Hey, who's that? Come on, come on, Jane. Oh, Jane, are 
car back there. What's going on oh, here? Dear, is that you? Why don't you look where you're going? Why don't you go where you're looking? Betty, be careful. The car is not... Oh, Betty, be careful. Hey, Jane, put your brakes on. You're sliding back. I'm what? Oh, Jane, oh. Betty, are you all right? What happened? Let me out of here. Oh, oh, oh a very driving. I have oh. been... Anacin tablets at some time or other. 
for your own sake, when you want prompt relief from the pain of headaches and neuralgia, try Anison. Give Anison a thorough trial on this money-back guarantee that the first few tablets must give complete satisfaction or you may return the unused portion and your money will be refunded. Take only as directed on the package. Ask for Anison. A-N-A-C-I-N at any drugstore. Well, Jane and her next-door neighbor, Dorothy, continue to work for the bus company, their route now being along the war factories. So far, they've been unable to keep the bus on schedule and have lost many man-hours of work for the defense plant. This episode takes place a couple of mornings later in the office of Mr. Race. He's dictating to Miss Thomas, his secretary. for your kind letter and uh, hope uh, that we will be able to reach some sort of an agreement very soon. Now, uh, let's answer this one from... Mr. Ace, just a minute, please. Do you realize it's now 12.15, which I haven't had a thing to eat since breakfast? Well, I think that's the good old American custom. First you eat breakfast, then you have lunch. Yes, but when? Which I've been sitting here famishing ever since we started this dictation, which that was over an hour ago. Yes. Uh, this letter is... To... I warn you, Mr. Uh, you warn me, yes. Someday I'll keel over in a faint right before your very eyes. A pretty picture. Which maybe that'll prove to you that a girl who keeps the lunch hours I do, which one day it may be 11.30 and the next day 12.30, is not responsible for her mental or physical condition. You finished? I just wanted to warn you, which I hope you won't be surprised if I keel over someday. <laughs> I won't. Besides, instead of this argument, you could have finished with this last letter and be on your way by Oh, now. is this the last letter? Yes. And I didn't know, which I thought you were going through that whole thing. Which you I thought, had... all right, Miss Thomas. Take this letter to my brother-in-law, Alvin Sterling. Yes, sir. Dear Alvin, uh, your letter which arrived yesterday... Uh, excuse me, shouldn't that be your letter that arrived yesterday instead of which... You have a monopoly on the... Listen, Miss Thomas. Oh, I knew I, I shouldn't have started that. Okay. Your letter, which arrived yesterday. It sounds peculiar, but all right. Go ahead. Well? Uh, just a moment, which I'm trying to formulate the letter in my mind, which he wants to borrow some money, which I'm not going to lend it to him. Oh, I see. <laughs> That's okay with you, is it? Well, if you don't want to lend it to him, it's okay, which I don't Yes, yes, I, I see, Miss Thomas. Uh, your letter which arrived yesterday asking for a loan came as quite a surprise. Although I thank you for your belated Christmas and New Year's greetings at the start of the letter. As for the money, I must say no at this time, because, as you must realize, uh, make that even you must realize, the taxes are... No small matter this year. I hope uh, the Rummel plan go goes through, but it's going to take the Rummel plan and the Morris plan to get me out of hock. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, that's quite all right. Yes, sir. Um, in closing, may I remind you what Shakespeare said, neither a borrower nor a lender be, but purchase all you can of Series E. Sincerely yours. What was that last? Just what I said. Purchase all you can of series. Oh, dear. Oh, hello, Jane. Come in, Dorothy. Dorothy's with me. Yes. Hello, Dorothy. Hello. Yes. Well, what happened with the bus business today? Oh, we're on our lunch hour. Oh, you remember Dorothy, don't you, Miss Thomas? Yes, I met Miss Thomas. Oh, pleased to meet you, I'm sure. Mm. On your lunch hour, did you say? Yes. Uh, sit down, Dorothy. We're both tired, too. 
Uh, we get an hour for lunch and an hour to rest. I see. I think it was two hours off from 12 to 2. We had an awful morning. Oh, business was rushing, was it? Well, well, we had a lot of business, but I wouldn't say we were rushing. Were we, Dorothy? No, that's the trouble. Mr. Wilson was awfully mad about that. Oh, uh, Mr. Wilson is oh, well, the... Oh, he's the manager of the bus company. I oh, I didn't know you were driving a bus, which I heard you were just thinking about it. Oh, we've been driving now almost two weeks, haven't we, Dorothy? Oh, it'll be three weeks. A week from tomorrow. A week from tomorrow, it'll be three, three weeks. Three weeks. My, how the time flies. Yes, but you say you haven't been rushing. What's the trouble now? Same trouble, those defense workers. They have to get there on time, and we just don't seem to be able to make the bus go any faster or something. Oh, we sure got it today, didn't we, Jane? Hmm, first Mr. Adams complained. A new character. Who's Mr. Adams? He's the general manager of the war factories around here. Oh. He said we've been crossing the factory so many man hours, he can't count them. Uh, by the way, dear, what's a man hour? Yes, what's a man hour? A uh, man hour? Well, uh... Well, you take one man working on a job so many hours, and so many more men working on that job with him so many more hours, and together they constitute so many man hours. You think? No. No. Well, to make it unanimous, no, here, too. I was talking to the bus company, Miss Thomas. Well, I still don't get it. Oh, don't. I don't either. Mr. Adams tried to explain it the first day. Then we had a major from the Army who came to see us on the bus. A major? Yes, he has charge of a general manager who has charge of the factory, you see. Well, what did he want? Oh, uh, he was awfully mad, too, wasn't he, Jim? Oh, he was mad than a hairnet. He said, do you know how many man hours we've lost in... Oh, by the way, dear, what did you say a man hour was? Oh, well, a man hour, uh, as I said, it's, uh, well, now, you take uh, A, who works on a job so many hours, and then B, who works on the same job so oh, many... Oh, no, oh. no, don't start with A and B. I can't work those out. <laughs> Me either. It sounds like school days, doesn't it, James? <laughs> you have that trouble, too. <laughs> Did I? Well, I sat there for two years and never knew a thing that was going on. A does this, and B does that. <laughs> oh, and don't forget X equals something. <laughs> oh, yes, X. <laughs> oh, what a waste of time. Yes. I always said to myself, how is this going to help me? A does this, and B it, does uh, that. It might have been a help today, you know. Oh, once in a doomsday. Well, it looks as if you'll go through life never knowing what it's meant by a man hour. Oh, you should have heard General Rockford this morning. General? I thought you said he was a major. Oh, no, Major Harris was a major. General Rockford is a general. Oh. Um, general Rockford, is that it, Dorothy? Yes, General Rockford. Uh, Mr. Wilson brought him over. What for? Same old thing, man hours. Now, what are man hours? Nice time to ask that, Nobody knows, Miss Thomas. Or if they do, they won't tell it. Even Major Harris said it was a secret. A secret? Mm -hmm. Yes, a military secret. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm talking about... That's what Major Harris told us. He said if they lose 35 minutes of one man hour, then if you times that by thousands of men, you can see how much they lose. But he wouldn't say how many thousands of men I should times 35 by. I don't get it. Oh, I see. Oh, you've got it now. Oh, sure. It's simple multiplication. Yes, it's very simple. Uh, uh, Jane, uh, what's this 35 minutes? Well, like? the first day we took the Grand Street line, we were 25 minutes late getting the men to their jobs because there were so many. And the streets were up to here in mud. And so we were 25 minutes late. The first day. Uh, uh -huh. That's when Mr. Adams complained to Mr. Wilson. He was awfully mad. He was awfully yes, mad. Yes, they both were. 
Then the next day, we try to be on time, but we were 35 minutes late, see? Ten minutes more. Oh, 25 and 35. Yeah, ten minutes more, I say. That's when Mr. Wilson brought Major Harris to talk to us. He was awfully mad, Major Harris. Awfully mad. What did he say, Major Harris? He said they couldn't afford to lose that many man hours. And I said, is that bad? And he says, bad is terrible. Or worse to that effect. Or worse to that effect? Mm-hmm. How did you make out today? Well, we did better today. Well, thank heaven for that. Oh, yes. Today we were only 40 minutes late. Only 40 minutes? Mm-hmm. Well, what's better about that? Yesterday you were 35 minutes late. Yes, and that was 10 minutes later than 25. Now we're only 40 minutes late, and that's... Only 5 minutes minutes later than 35. Yes, I see. Uh, You see how we're catching up? Hmm. That's not bad for only working three weeks from tomorrow. My hearing things. You say 40 minutes late is better than being 35 minutes late? Not when you look at it like that. Oh, you look at it as being only five minutes later than the day before. Oh, sure. In another week or so, we'll... Yeah, you'll have all the defense plants closed. Yeah. No. We'll be getting so we're only going to be a minute or two later than 35 minutes. I give up. What's the answer? What's what answer? Yes, what's what answer? Well, don't look at me, which I was on my way to lunch if I may go now. Yes, you may go Oh, now. we just had lunch downstairs in the drugstore. Well, what did you have? Well, I had a peanut butter sandwich and a chocolate soldier, and Dorothy... Oh, had... there you are. What? Mr. Wilson. Well, Mr. Wilson, this is a surprise. Come in. I've looked through every office in this building, and here I find you. Well, how did you know we were here? How did I know? Yes. Did you know? Oh, excuse me, Mr. Wilson. This is my husband, Mr. Ray. How do you stand it? Sir, you are talking about the woman I love. Oh, well, thanks, Just a moment, Mr. Wilson. Who did you wish to see? Not you. Meaning which? Oh, well, this is Miss Thomas, Mr. Wilson. I don't care who she is. Now, what's going on? You knock off work for a tea party? Oh, this is our lunch hour, Mr. Wilson. Yeah, the girls just dropped in to say hello, and they just, just dropped in to say hello, did they? Come on. I don't think there's anything to get upset about that, is there, Mr. Listen, uh, Mr. Ace. You know what these two ladies have been doing in our defense works around here? Oh, that. Oh, that. Isn't that enough? Forty minutes late today. Forty minutes, mind you. Can you imagine how many man hours that comes to? Oh, those man hours again. Listen, you. I thought General Rockford impressed on you that the defense plants had to be kept supplied with men every minute of the day. Well, we're just taking our two hours off. Yes, we're just taking our two hours off. That's all they were doing. They're entitled to two hours, aren't they? Or are they? Yes, they are. But does that mean driving up here in the bus and leaving the bus parked downstairs in the bus zone and tying up bus traffic around here for two hours? They what? You heard me. That bus should have been returned to the garage and gone out with other operators. And where do I find it? Downstairs in the bus zone. And with a sign on it. Yes, I wrote it myself. Out to lunch. Ah, there. You see what I mean? Out to lunch. Yes, and I put back at 2 o'clock right under it. Yes, and locked the bus so nobody could get into it. Well, I don't want anybody to steal anything out of it, do I? Oh, murder. Isn't that awful? Oh, murder. Yeah. Well, the man hours lost, mouth and mouth, and get even worse as time goes on. Now, if you've ever taken anison for relief from the pains of a headache or the pains of neuralgia, you know how fast it eases your discomfort. But do you know why anison brings such effective prompt relief? Well, let me tell you. You see, it's a known fact that anison is like a doctor's prescription. That is, not just one ingredient, but a combination of highly effective ingredients. Thus, here's a scientifically sound reason for the almost incredible speed with which anison eases pain of headache and neuralgia. So, try anison. You'll be astonished at the results. Take only as directed on the package. Anison, spelled A-N-A-C-I-N, is on sale at all drugstores in the United States and in Canada. In handy tins, the 12 and 30 tablets, 
and economical family-sized bottles of 50 and 100. Get Anison for quick relief tonight. 